And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruits and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the first conference finals edition of the Warriors All-82 podcast. Marcus Thompson is still deep in his pros off a dominant game one win uh, for the Warriors over the Mavericks. What was the final? 112-87. That to me is the big number, which, uh, you know, was I think 45, 46 in the first half. Luka had something like 18 at half. Only finishes with 26 to 18 shooting, seven turnovers. His worst game of the playoffs guess we can start there yeah i mean i think you have to um andrew wiggins basically got him they they did some other stuff they played some zone they played some box and one but it wasn't a lot it was basically andrew go get him i think the the way he played they might have had other ideas and so like, you know what he's playing him so well luca definitely looked worn out at the end not saying worn out like he's done for the series i'm just saying he got frustrated he wasn't finishing around the rim uh that's andrew wiggins man play played a, a you know, it wasn't flashy. It's just he didn't give him anything easy. That's what he said. Just make everything tough for him. Have to shoot over him. Have to, you know, nothing's finishing at the rim. Three-pointers not open. Uh, you do that to the to the Mavericks. And what I wrote about maybe is a secondary thing, but it just plays into this. And they put Draymond on Jalen Brunson. So they didn't have that other option either. They just said, okay, those are your two guys. We'll play everyone else straight up. We're playing those two guys straight up. Our best two guys can take your best two guys. And if they can do that, the Warriors' other guys are better than the Mavericks' other guys. So uh, that's what's spelled for game one. Game one, two will be different, but that was the story of game one. I was surprised in the lead-up to this series about the, uh, I guess, opinions out there nationally that the Warriors had absolutely nobody that even had a chance against Luka. Because I was, you know, it's like, look at the tape. Andrew Wiggins is pretty good on him this season. Now, it's not, he, he's not locking anybody up. He didn't lock him up tonight. He played him really well. Um, but, you know, all season in every matchup, I mean, he's, he's forcing tough shots. He caused some turnovers. The, the Warriors blew the, the Mavericks out in their lone win against Dallas this year here. And, like, there was a stretch where he caused, like, three or four turnovers where his hands are in passing lanes. He, you know, springs a trap and 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 pretty much all game he's forcing difficult shots that luca's making half the time basically which i'm sure this series is there'll be at least probably two games where he just goes off on wiggins on tough shots but andrew wiggins was last season not this season last season had second team all nba votes um so this was his second straight season of really good wing defense he is at this point of his career i would say a top 12 wing defender in the league you know i mean and i'm not saying one two three although the reputation i think is is growing uh but andrew wiggins is like just individually because of his athleticism length bounce uh fit uh i guess you would say like energy level you know he doesn't get tired he was talking about that yeah, post game he asked him. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Like, no, I'm not really tired. I mean, like, do you see him breathing hard? No. 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 And, and they matched him with Doncic's minutes. minutes. Uh, and and the other thing we can say is he took it to Doncic on the other side. Like, he said, okay, I'm guarding you. You got to guard me. There's no one else for Doncic to guard. He's not guarding guard, guard Clay, Steph. Um, guard Looney. You can guard Looney, I guess. But then, then what do you do with Dwight Powell or, or Maxi Kleber? Uh, and he took it to him. Like, again, they... I, I didn't think they really put Doncic in much pick and roll. Kerr told me otherwise, so maybe I missed it. You said otherwise, so maybe I missed some of it. It just, just felt like they said, okay, Andrew, go get him. And if not, you go get, get him. We'll move the ball around, run the usual offense, which they pretty much did. And like, that tired out Luka, I think. Like, that was like, he's not used to having a guarded guy who's going to put up, what it, Wiggins put like 17 shots up. Like, you know, Luka's not used to, he's used to, playing jay crowder puts up six shots you know and maybe gets hot he puts up 10 that's one thing the warriors do they can put out a lineup that you got to guard them you know if it's not wiggins it's auto porter if it's, you know they got one guy or two they play draymond and looney so they might end up putting luke on one of those two guys but then they can move them around and they don't have, they don't play them together all that much so uh They've got some pieces here, and which struck me. You can we can talk about it later, but it's just so different than the Memphis series. Like the Warriors have all these options in this series. They move this guy in, this guy out. Move, like they can just do a ton of things. Memphis, like they could only win one way with Memphis. Like they had one shot at it, and they did it. Uh, Dallas does not feel like that. Yeah, it's early, and we'll get to it uh, when Marcus gets here. Probably a little bit deeper. Um, one a.m. for Marcus. Yes. So, you know, I what did you just think, I just overall, of the Mavericks' offense? I mean, to me, like, first quarter-wise, like, I thought the Warriors dodged a, a ton of bullets. And I think Mavericks only ended up with 18 points, but it's like, you know, they went three of 19 from three. They took 19 first quarter threes. And like, first half, first half. No, first quarter. First quarter, really? They, <laughs> took, they took 19 first quarter threes. Yeah. Um, I think I didn't know that. That's crazy. And missed 16 of them. Where uh, And, you know, a lot of them were open, makeable threes. You know, there was a couple of possessions where it was like miss, rebound, kick out, miss, rebound, kick out. Uh, but let's say they make six more of those, which could happen in Dallas, right? You know, suddenly it's 9 of 19. Then, you know, that's an extra 18 points. They have a 36-point first quarter instead. So I think in the second half, and I, I saw Lucas postgame quotes about it, like he felt like Warriors really clamped up in the second half and forced them into really bad shots, and like that was, you know, might have been the best defensive half played against the Dallas this postseason. But in the first half, I just I kind of thought the Warriors got a little bit lucky. I thought, I mean, the Warriors didn't make a lot of threes themselves in the first half, but and Clay had no baskets, which was bizarre. Never seen Clay with zero points in the first half before, uh, but I thought. The Mavericks' shots were better than the Warriors' shots. They, you know, Kleber had some. Uh, Bullock for sure. Like he was walking into some, not making them. They can make those. They probably will make. Especially in Dallas. In Dallas, maybe in Game Two. You know, yeah. you, you know, the focus is different. We'll see. But and I kind of was resisting the. Okay, if the Mavericks make shots, they can win. If they don't make shots, they're going to lose. I don't love it when it gets that simplified. But this game sort of played into it. The Warriors did not swarm them at the three-point line at least in the first half Mavericks just missed and if they're going to miss they don't have other ways to score uh, other than Luka and if you play great defense on Luka who else is going to make a play Brunson but then Draymond was cutting that off 
Shot wasn't falling for Brunson. Shot was really not falling for Brunson from three. Went 0 for 7 from three. Uh, Dinwiddie, he, he's not going to put up a thing like he did in game seven against Phoenix. Not, you know, maybe he's going to do that once a series. Certainly didn't happen tonight. This is just that they're limited options if they're, if they're not making threes. Very limited options. Again, when they make them, they can beat anybody. But the, the point is it's going to be tough for them to do that four times against the Warriors. You know, now they have to do it four times in, in, in six games. So that's gonna, it's just gets, it gets narrow and narrow. And you win game one, the pressure just mounts. And now they got, they, they got to come up huge in game two. The Warriors happen to scrap out of game two. This series is you know, in their control for sure. What did you write about? I wrote about that. The coaching. I, mean, I talked to Kerr afterwards. Just kind of the, the X and O stuff. I'm always interested in that. I thought putting Draymond and Brunson was interesting. You can understand why. You don't, you don't have to put a big guy on, on their big guys because you can move one of your big guys to one of their small guys because they, their big guys aren't going to pound you. There's not Jaron Jackson. We keep getting back to it. There's no Jaron Jackson. There's no Steven Adams. You do not have to wall them off the lane. They just don't have those guys. And I, th- I thought it threw Brunson off. And I, th- I was telling Marcus, I go, this early first quarter, I go, this, is, this is the key right here because Luca's great. They're not shutting him down. They did a pretty good job of it tonight. But you're not shutting him. He's going ha- to get loose for 38, 45, whatever. That's going to happen in this series. I think Brunson is like their barometer. When, when, they are being, when they're able to just flood you with points, it's Luca, 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 Brunson, 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 Luca, Brunson, Luca, 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 Brunson. And they didn't have that. They, they, they play off of each other, and that just did not happen tonight. So I just like what that told us about this series, that they can throw Draymond at Brunson, have Wiggins play the way he did against Doncic and not really have to trick it up. Uh, I just thought there was an interesting coaching feel to this. And I also wrote that it's clear this is not the Memphis series. There was like a sense of relief in the building. I thought there was in the building. Like they're not seeing those live ball turnovers and Jaron Jackson catching a lob pass from John Moran. Like that's not happening in this series. Other things might happen. Just that. And I think the Warriors got a little bit of a sense of like, ooh, okay, that's pretty good. Again, that doesn't mean it's going to happen the whole series, but I felt that strongly. And I, you, you, I asked a couple of guys about that. They're not going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, it's much easier. Oh, we love this. But they sure didn't say no either. Like it's just said it's a different series. It's a different kind of team. Maybe, I mean, again, I was resisting this. Maybe it's perfect for the Warriors. I don't think it's perfect. But, again, after Memphis, it's, it is like a big, big kind of exhale uh, to get through that they're not gonna have to you know get behind by 55 in memphis again they don't want to do that they do not want to do that i think they were going to lose game seven if they had to play memphis they don't do not feel that way about dallas or, or going to dallas at all yeah i do think they're going to get blown out in one of the dallas yeah. games to be honest but uh and you know they blew memphis out in their first home game of that series uh now that was a john Morant memphis team which is honestly a little bit more reminiscent of the luca one where it was like the one star talent where, you know, when you're talking Memphis, I feel like you're more talking about the second half of that series, yeah. which was a different half of the yeah. series, which was the two bigs, the, you know, they knew they had to basically win games by grinding you out. Um, clearly, look, I mean, Memphis forces the most turnovers in basketball and blocks a ton of shots. Dallas, I think, was like 21st in first in fourth turnovers this year. And coming into this game in the playoffs, they were averaging 2.5 blocks yeah. per game, which yeah. is like none. And you basically. can just Jordan Poole's just, I'm going to the rim, and I'm going to lay it up, and there's not going to be anybody there. They don't have anybody to do that. There is nobody on their team to do that. And so the Warriors can take advantage of it again. 
they're, they're going to play. Dallas is going to play much better in the, in the next game. They're going to hit some shots. They're going to play better defense because they are a good defensive team. Did not really show up. What the Warriors shot fifty six percent tonight. I mean, and inside the arc because they did not shoot great from three. They were like at sixty eight seventy percent. That won't happen a ton in this series, but it happened in this one. This is what we have to evaluate. Uh, and I think the Warriors are going to have to screw up a game to lose here. They could, they, could, they could lose, as you said, they could lose in Dallas. She's just going to get rained on in threes. But to lose a game here, they're going to have to play badly. Because I don't think they played great tonight. Well, they played really good defensively. They did not play great offensively and shot 56%. They could play badly here, though. Yeah, uh, we have right. seen some of that. Marcus Thompson is here. What would you write about, Marcus? I don't know. I'm not finished because they pressure me <laughs> to do this podcast. Are you really not finished? No, I gave up. I feel bad. You should interrupt in my uh, flow. Yeah, oh, you know goodness. what I'm saying? Well, it's going to be so good when it finally arrives. No, I won't. That's why I gave up. Uh, I'm writing about the, uh, the philosophical war that's happening between the Mavericks and their bent on three-pointers and the Warriors and their desire to dominate the paint. Uh, there's a little Charles Barkley in there, a little Charles Barkley dialogue in there. Uh, the Warriors are shooting mid-range jumpers and going to the rim, which is, you know, I think Steve Kerr's almost said, I almost said this. I was like, when I was asking Steve about it, I almost said, is that like your wet dream? Oh. <laughs> but I, I caught myself Just at time. Just save for the pod. Yeah, I caught, I caught myself at time. I was trying to figure out a way. It's like, yeah, you, you really oh, you're like talking about on the podium? You yeah, 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 on the podium. Whoa, okay. I, I thought you meant, you know, I, I, you could make me say I would have made a, a couple of uh, ESPN highlights there. I you, said you, it was yeah. this, uh... Was this like an I ended up settling or is this an ideal game for something like that? Ideal is the proper way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, just just the dynamic of, you know, the Warriors attacking inside. That's the essentially the underbelly of the Mavericks defense and how refreshing it was that it was so open after the last series like that. That was a dramatic change. You, yeah, we were just talking about that a little bit. There was one play early. I even put it out online, but it was like Wiggins get kind of curls into the lane, and he's he's he seems like he's sh- like Kleber's coming over because he's guarding Draymond, who's in the corner. And I felt like Wiggins had a chance to just try to lay it up over him, and instead he threw it to Draymond in the corner. Draymond misses the corner three. You probably remember the miss, and it did feel right there. It was like, hey, Jaron Jackson's not out there. Like you know, like he's not doesn't exist. And maybe they needed that first quarter, just like you know, the Mavericks needed this game to feel the what the Warriors are offensively. I do think pretty quickly. They're like, oh wait, nobody's out here swatting the shots anymore. And then, I mean, Jordan Poole particularly like just had his field day down there. Yeah, Poole was, man, Poole that was free, right? Like, Poole didn't do any of that the last three games. It felt like, and no, he definitely didn't do any. He did, didn't, did not. But you could just see he felt empowered. Like Maxi Kleber's there, okay, it does not matter. So, so you you're know? saying he wasn't at all deterred by Maxi Kleber down there? I don't think so. You saying that Davis Bertans didn't didn't scare him at all? <laughs> I mean, he's like, you know, Jordan has this, like, kind of, it's his own little flair, but, like, he could take a regular layup. You know, it's a regular layup, but he'll, like, put a little extra sauce on it. He's got the spin, right? So. And then he's leaving the hand up while he's looking at the Dallas bench. He's like, ooh, yeah. you liked that one, didn't you? That, that's that's the sign of a man who feels comfortable about getting to the rim. And I do think that's important. I'm interested to see how Dallas counters. Like, they do they put in Boban? <laughs> like that? Not, they're not doing that. Yeah, they're not doing that. 
one block shot for the Mavericks tonight. It was Sterling Brown in mop-up duty. So basically zero block shots for the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Well, I don't. Uh, this this is going to be interesting. Because, and seven steals. Because keep in mind, like the Warriors did not shoot the ball very well from three. So you, I mean, there's a part of you that's like, okay, they'll make some threes. But it's, the answer can't be to let them shoot threes. It can't be to, like, loosen up and back up. But once they get past their first man, it's kind of open season for them. Like, they they, they get what they want. Whenever – this is Steve Kerr's. Like, this, he loves this, right? Whenever they run it, they get what they want. And that's – I wrote about this in the fourth quarter. It was a 19-point lead, which is what they – they had a 19-point lead. They blew to the Mavericks before. So you could see that there was, like, this sense of, okay, let's, let's put this game away. Didn't take one three. It was layups and mid-range. 10-0 run, basically put the game away all by Clay? running our actions Clay and getting get, to the – Clay getting layups, right? I mean – Oh, yeah, right? It's, it's just – it's available. It wouldn't have been available against Memphis or, or several other teams. Uh, but it was comfortable to do this that's what they, that's what I, that's probably the word i should have written like, they felt comfortable against this team both on both sides and whatever dallas does we talk about adjustments it's got to make the warriors not feel comfortable but i don't know what that is i mean maybe play zone like, they probably should play some zone just as, as weak as they are interior but that's going to open up some threes maybe just hope the warriors miss some threes wiggins probably won't shoot like this you know every game maybe you count on that maybe just foul steph Hack a Steph. How about that? Get him on the free throw line because otherwise, you know. That's the other thing. They're not even fouling them when they're getting in the lane. Like, they're not even close enough to foul well, them. that might change. Yeah. You it know. might be more of that. More physicality out of how, whatever just, they, you know, Dwight Powell can, you know, hit some people. You know, they're going to need something like that. Also, if they make those open threes early, it just changes the whole tone of the game. Maybe the Warriors start feeling a little bit. Maybe they're not so comfortable when it's a seven-point deficit and they got to execute. So I do think that was a big deal. They missed a lot of wide Also, Also, the, their misses turn into transition opportunities, whereas if Luka uses 21 seconds and then lays it in or sets up a three that gets made, they can set up easier. And, and that allows them to just slow everything down. They want to slow this thing down. Well, sorry to keep going back to Memphis, but how about Steph on the, on the podium today saying, "Oh yeah, we got we got shook in the Memphis series." Like you know, they're saying it. I mean, we're writing it. We saw it, but he said it. He said it like we got you couldn't couldn't score so, sometimes. Like we could just stop. And he was saying at home, now not even in the fifty five point uh, ridiculousness in Game Five in Memphis. Like this is again them feeling comfortable. It's it, you hear the words, you see the, the 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 body language. Clay was like not real comfortable yesterday at the podium. He was terse and didn't want to say anything. And today he was like pretty loquacious. Clay, like pretty relaxed. Clay, because they they feel pretty good. That's because he was like I thought Draymond. Was yeah, I think to that's talk. also why probably. Why am I talking? <laughs> what, what was the card Raymond Ritter pulled to get him up there? He, he, he like clearly, yeah, he clearly had to cash in yeah, the debt. Yeah, I thought we weren't going to see him today because he did yesterday. Yeah, can but. you imagine that Draymond's supposed to go? Hey, Draymond's not going. Clay, get up here, and Clay came. What? Yeah, yeah. Like he cashed in a big one on that one. Yeah, and, and, and it, it produced worth, three yeah, of the <laughs> most irrelevant sound bites in <laughs> NBA history. Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. 
David Yurman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yurman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son, Evan, continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What did you think about Wiggins? We talked about Wiggins early, but, you know, again, that's what I wrote about to me, like his defense on Luka in some ways I think will emerge as a story of the game because I do, and this is what I said to, to Tim, I think a lot of the national audience just doesn't understand. This guy's like a top 12 wing defender in the league. Like he's he's a good wing defender, and he was good on Luka because he's good at that. Like I Wiggs was great. I mean, the defense was obvious. Like he was really good. He fought over the screens more. Like, he was, he was darting past screens, yeah, picking was, up full court, and they would have, there was one possession where Finney Smith like three times had to try to reset a screen, and he was just like, whoop, yeah, let me slip was, by that. Yeah, that was that felt like a new twist. Like, uh, the switch wasn't so easy. They'd eventually give it up, but it wasn't so easy. Like, like he was great defensively. The part that was like, okay, Wiggs. You know, Wiggins has this thing, man. When he looks at the guy and he's like, I can take him. He becomes that twenty-point scorer from Minnesota, right? He's the guy. It's like this guy can't guard me. I'm going to get a bucket. That's how he was looking at Luca, right? Like he was going at Luca, like man, this dude cannot guard me. Which was very interesting that this has become a Luca Wiggs matchup more than. What's <laughs> probably more a problem for Dallas? That's a like big that. problem for Dallas. <laughs> That's That's like big pro- so you, there was the one possession, early third quarter. I think it might have been like the first possession of the third quarter. Um, he just – Wiggins is dribbling it up, and Luca keeps backing up, keeps backing up, keeps backing up, and Wiggins dribbles it to, like, 18 feet out. And he's like, still, you're just going to keep backing it up? And like you said, he's like, you know, I average 20 a game by, like, hitting these 18-foot jumpers, which, by the way, the analytics department of the Warriors has been begging me not to shoot. But if you're just going to give this to me early in the clock, I'm going to take it, which, by the way, leads me – I thought it was a funny interaction post game where you were – you kept asking about mid-rangers, yeah. and – you know, he was admitting that Otto Porter's the best mid-range shooter, which you can get to if you want. But um, and then he was like, "I don't shoot those mid-rangers anymore." And I was like, well, "Listen, you know, wow, they really, they yeah, really yeah. beat you. They really beat that out of him." And I was like, "Oh, you're not, huh?" He's like, "No, I am." I was like, "That was weird." I just thought that was weird. He didn't want to concede the fact that they've talked about him. <laughs> they, they they've changed his entire paradigm about mid-rangers. That was funny. I was surprised though that everybody was like Otto Porter. 
Otto Porter. You must hit him in practice, or you hit him in the early in the season for sure. But not not for. Although he looked good tonight, I was, I was looking at Michael. He looks like he's lost weight. He's in, I mean, just a couple of days off. I think he got a haircut. Yeah, haircut. I don't know. He looked clean. Yeah, he looked. He looked like he was bouncy and ready to go. Uh, it, Phoenix is voting for Otto Porter as a mid, best mid range shooter after that. Yeah, yeah. Christmas, the Christmas game. Uh, I, you know, I. By the way, analytics. We said Kerr likes mid range shots. He, he thinks. Those, I, mean, I don't think the, they the, like Andrew Wiggins step back. Not, not, yeah, not contested mid range, but he does believe, and I agree with him that like those tough twos that that you get to are playoff winning. Kevin Durant twos. That's what those are. Like save your ass. Clock shot clocks running down. Nothing's going on. Get the two. Get the ball to Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Clear out. Let him go. Well, if he's got Luka Doncic on him, <laughs> I mean, maybe you do some of that. Uh, but and you, but you. I'll just say, just generally, you can just see this guy grow, right? Growing and growing. He's smiling every time at the podium now. Like he's he's having. He was fun. like a pretty good interview tonight. And he kind like, of said that, like, yes, yeah, so are you enjoying the media time? Yeah, you know. So he didn't say no. He's like not my favorite, <laughs> but you know, a little bit more comfortable up he's here. Feeling he's again. Come a long way from oh the vaccine. I was about to say, he's <laughs> yeah, the same room, the same room yeah. in uh, in October. What a season! Yeah. <laughs> but you know, listen, he could have a couple couple bad games, and it could be the same thing again. What's wrong with Wiggins? All that kind of stuff. Like you, you, with him, you never know. But the, the fact that this team has embraced what he is and what they don't expect out of him, which is go get thirty every night. I think it, we were just seeing him grow and grow and grow to this stage. He's not shrinking from like what do we always say? Can they meet this stage? This is his first time on this stage. I think Wiggins has been bigger on this stage. I think Poole's been fine on this stage. I think I think Wiggins is like growing on this stage. So I, you know, Luka Doncic is about to watch the entire national media spend the next two days going, Andrew Wiggins shut you down. You know, I mean, because like. I wouldn't say it was a shutdown tonight, but what is it going to be painted as tomorrow on all the talk shows? It's. I'm curious to watch Wiggins, who I think will be under attack by Luka in game two, particularly early. I think he's going to go like, I don't even necessarily need the switch. Like, let me go right at this guy just to show, like, he cannot guard me. So it'll be interesting. Well, which I think is good for the Warriors. I, th- I think they made a lot of mistakes tonight leaving three-point shooters open. They, a lot of diving down and getting out there now they had a they had a lot of great blocks getting back out there but they they left a lot of shots open i was surprised that they were a little bit laxed on that and i thought they would go with the let luca get 50 shut everybody else down i do think you know they make more of those shots next game and what, what's interesting is luca i was I, I saw this in phoenix but it really he kind of really doubled down tonight when he drives and he doesn't get the foul. He's not even looking to shoot. He's just—he's literally just driving, and he's kicking out. He's looking for the three-point shooter. I mean, Dallas knows they got to make threes to win. Like they—they they have to. But he's not even looking at the rim. Like if he gets the foul, he take that. But when he gets inside, he—he he was inside a couple times, and it's like you can go up on Wiggins, right? He's a bigger body, but he's kicking it to well, the corners and whipping passes. Yeah, well, he's not that athletic. Uh, you know, as a, he's not that bouncy, I should say. I mean, yeah. pump fake, he's so big. I just feel like he can get well, he a two inside. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he like was. A, you can get him over Mikael Bridges. You can't get him. And, you know, DeAndre Ayton and, and We're all We're getting the booed stuff. right now. That's no, good. It's good. Good deal. Uh, I, 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 anyway, yeah, it does. And we know this, right? He, he goes inside, tries to shoot, misses. Then he starts complaining to the ref. 
does not run down on the other side and it's five on four like th that didn't happen a ton tonight but it happened a little bit he does have a reputation hey warriors got some guys who do that too but like that's noticeable in the western conference finals when that happens he's also very like he just moves at such a like pace where he can kind of slow his drive down and not get called for a travel and like not even begin his jump until he surveyed the floor and then make the pass so you know He's such a good passer, though. They, there was a, early in the game, you see that inbound he had where Clay fell asleep? Clay was snoozing tough, right? Clay was rough in the first half. Oh, yes, he was. He was terrible. Uh, but, he, again, he, he he got it going with the mid-range. He started – and there, there were some – Are we sure this wasn't your wet dream? I know, right? You, you this do was, love mid-range. I mean, he, they were weird ones, though. I like the – the Kevin Durant ones are the – you get to your spot, you gather, you go straight up. The Warriors don't take many of those. Maybe that's why Otto Porter's the best. He takes those. Yeah. They take the lean and fade and lean forward floaters one hand. They take weird mid They're ranges. trying to do other stuff. Yeah. Then they stop, and then they hit – they're not trying to get to the they're mid range. Yet. They're like, let me try to get all the way. Oh, I can't get to the rim. I better take a dribble back, and then then, then it's the jump shot. So. Draymond hit a floater tonight yes, early. He yes, he did. Loon hit a big mid-range yeah, jumper at the deep. Shot clock. That was like yeah. foot on the line. That was Andrew Wiggins' mid-range jumper yeah. right there. Yeah, I'm sure the analytics uh, <laughs> leg of the Warriors were like, <laughs> Or have Looney shoot a 22-foot jump? Well, it's, a, it's about the same. It's about the same. Um, Looney. Looney is – everything always comes back to Looney these last couple of years where it's like, you know, you draft Wiseman. I think they're done. It's loony. It's loony. It's loony. They're not playing anymore. You, but you know what? They're not done because they're never done trying to get away from, come on, loony. You know, the obviously, I mean, we can go way back to, to the Jordan Bell drafting, to Damian Jones, to, you know, not picking up his option, to drafting James Wiseman and giving him opening night starting duties to obviously this season, uh, you know, there was late in the season, they put Kaminga in the starting lineup over him. Obviously, we've seen in these playoffs, their thought going into the Memphis series, they can't even play Looney and Draymond together. But it is just keeps circling back to him and the idea that, that this is just, to me, their identity is this starting lineup. And I, I do think, well, and I'm going to probably be proven wrong, but I think Looney is the starter of the rest of the playoffs, and you oh, sound the question. same. Yeah, I think they're done. And plus, this series works for Looney. Again, they don't have a shot blocker. Looney's five for five in this game. What if Dallas just takes Powell out of the starting lineup? And then they put in Kleba. Uh, Kleba. Uh, yeah. I feel like if they feel like Looney, especially with the finishing, the, the big problem why you don't want Looney starting is he's a, you know, a guy you don't have to guard. But if he's getting buckets in the paint, I think they take that. Ripping every offensive rebound. <laughs> What's that? going think, on? That's the that. thing. What's going I mean – He's just playing really well right way, When did Looney become this type of rebound? I don't know. UCLA, you know, UCLA was like a small forward, by the way. Yeah, I, they I compared him to Kevin Durant out of high school. Exactly. UCLA, he was like going to be this, you know, I don't even know, but it wasn't this. It was a wing. Yeah, it was a big wing who can shoot theoretically and, and run the floor. That didn't happen here, but. Uh, they're going to start them because you can always start them and take them out. Like, they're just going to do that. And you know what's – they no, the lineup they did not play tonight, super small lineup. They're not – they're just – they're just – they're away from that. I get it. I mean, I do still think it's their best five players. Well, they're playing. It's just with Otto Porter. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've just – look, they've just decided defense matters more. And Kerr just 
has leaned defense, and they're probably correct. You know, they had a chance to go small because late in the half, Kleba gets his third foul, like six minutes left or so. They don't go back to Powell. They went with it was Luca, Brunson, Dinwiddie, Bullock, and uh, Dorian Finney Smith. That's like three guards and two wings. Like, that is the idea, you know. I don't think I've seen it where other team goes small and Warriors stay big, uh, and and they just stay big because Looney's really been really good. I mean, they they just can't really defend a lot of times if Looney's not on the floor. Yep, that's true. And they're getting away with Looney and Draymond together, which I've always questioned. You know, they questioned it because they they split them, but they put them back in there because Draymond and Looney's like playing together. Like you just just that's it. They like playing together. That's fine. Uh, and that was a big part of Draymond wanting Looney to start in Game Six, uh, and Steph wanted that, which is it, it, it was all right because they they were correct about it. I don't know if they can keep playing them twenty eight thirty four minutes. Uh, maybe in this series, uh, you know, maybe they wouldn't have if they played Phoenix. We're going to keep saying that, but clearly Phoenix didn't deserve to be here. The next series, if it's uh, Miami or Boston. I don't see Looney playing a ton, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe. I, I mean, mean, he's, he's I, played. He, maybe, I don't he either. Hey, I don't either, but maybe I didn't. But there, well, as I was trying to lay out earlier, there's like 95 times in Looney's career where I yep. th- thought, this is the end of Kavon Looney. They're done. Looney's in there, man. You just got you got to get used to what the reality is. Like, Looney is in there. He's a fixture. I was, I you just like, got to deal with it. I was thinking, like, is this the year he's going to get a free agent contract from somebody? Like, is this the year? Because he still has I a go. I about to sign it already. What? Uh, what? I'm lost on that one. Marcus will let you know about that one post-podcast. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else, I guess? What are we at? 31 minutes. Um what does Dallas do? Uh, does anybody have anything other than like uh, foul people? They hit threes. Hit threes. They yeah, got to hit. They got to figure out a way to get themselves hitting threes. I think they get just more aggressive defensively. Like I, re- I can remember maybe it's because we sit really close in Dallas, but the the game they held the Warriors to eighty two points this year, um, they were just like pushed out to half court, scrambling back, flying everywhere. They weren't they weren't blocking shots like Memphis, but they were just. They were everywhere in that game. And, again, like I said, they held them to 82 – the Warriors to 82 points. You didn't see that defensive effort tonight. You didn't see Jason Kidd over there doing the whole, yeah. you know, get back. Blah, blah. And I – gosh, I wish I could credit whoever I heard this from recently. But they were talking about how Jason Kidd in the first game of a series, like, will just monitor what's going on, like download it into his system – and then, and then in the day after, you know, come up with a scheme. And suddenly you, he goes from quiet sitting there on the bench to, like, by game two, game three, he's up. Strauss who said Was that? it? Was uh, it maybe? He made a reference to that. He made a reference yeah. to that. Okay. So, I mean, I'm just – we'll see. I just – I think they just are going to be much more, like, forcing the action defensively, I think. Even if they're not Memphis from a length standpoint, like, they – there's a re- – like, they held Phoenix I, to I, 27 yeah. first oh, they half They played good points. defense against the Warriors several times. So, yeah, I, I'm – uh, there should be more. I don't know that you don't do it in the first game. Though why wouldn't you do it in the first game? This is a this is a West Coast Finals. <laughs> why wait a game to do it? Oh, well, that's just me. I I don't get it. I do think there is an issue with that, right? And the problem Phoenix had was they just only have one creator. And if you have, especially if you got Wiggins feeling like yo, I could take this dude, and you have Jordan Poole, and you have Steph Curry, and you have Draymond, uh, like kind of running a point. Like, if you get beat and you're pressing out like that, 
the lane's wide open. So that, that's how they try to compensate for the lack of shot blocking. It's putting a bunch of bodies in the paint and get you a lot of hand. So if you sacrifice that by pressing up and being more aggressive, you can't get beat. You just can't do it because now it's one guy back there and he ain't stopping nothing. So I do think there's a cost with that. And the Warriors have so many guys who can penetrate. I do think that's what he's guarding because he might just have to do it anyway. But now, I mean, especially after Jordan Poole just did what he did where he's like, beat my man and scoop in, that, that's just going to make it tough. I do think they're going to try more and more to get Jordan Poole out of this series by, by going at him more relentlessly. Uh, he had five fouls tonight. He didn't play that good defensively. Brunson got him a few times. Dinwiddie got him to the rim a few times. and like, But the Warriors were ahead by so much, and Poole was scoring enough on the other end during his minutes that – you know, it was fine to play him 26 minutes, but I just think closer game, Dallas is in it, Kid is going to try to get Steve Kerr to freak out about Jordan Poole's defensive mistakes. And you, we kind of know that Steve Kerr might do that. And then once you, if you can get Poole away, the Warriors can't exploit you as much. Damian Lee, baby. Damian Lee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> going to try to get Damian Lee. Minus five, and the Warriors are playing 14. To me, you have to foul out because of the – the Mavericks decide we're going to win this series by driving on Jordan Poole. They're not going to win this series. <laughs> it's not even just sometimes driving. It's just getting him in action. Nobody around. hit a three over Jordan Poole. They're, they're taking him. They're taking him off the dribble. To me, that's what you want Dallas to do. You want them all drives. How many threes did they take? They took, I was telling him 19 in the first quarter. They finished with 48. Yeah, if they, take, if they take 48 threes and make a better ver- volume, it's a different game. You don't want them taking 48 threes. You want them not able to take that many threes. You want them to have to take twos. To me, I would I would freak out. They can drive, suck the defense in, kick out. Like yeah, that, You don't want that. Don't suck in. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> don't, don't suck in. Stay home. If they are, if they tool you, this is not a team that's going to tool you to death. They, they can't even do it. They want to shoot threes. Luka, they, they will pass up layups to pass out for a three. How did they win game seven by... 50 points i just i mean they 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 they, they 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 also played d you know they d'd up yeah they d'd up they did that's that's how it really happened they blitzed devin booker really hard devin booker's not necessarily that great at getting out of his hands ayton was really passive you would say as you bridget Bridget, bullock like just hounded chris paul and chris paul was like i think pretty much physically done it seems by the end of that series so that's how they, they shut him down um well, they're gonna, they're going to have a game in the series where they look awesome. Yeah, there's be, there should there should be some of that in game two. I'm just saying, why would you say, oh, you know what, let's lay back in game one? I just don't think you you give away Western Conference Finals playoff it's, games. It's somewhat the LeBron LeBron loses a lot of game ones in his career, and Kid and LeBron are very close. I don't know, maybe they have the same like mentality on it, but LeBron like, always talks there. about like getting to the next series feeling out what an opponent does. I remember I covered the Lakers in the bubble, and this is when Jason Kidd was an assistant coach with the Lakers, and they they lost game one of every round. They lost game one to Portland and then, you know, won the next four. They lost game one to Houston and then won the next four. I'm not saying that's about to happen to the Warriors, but this is the kid mentality. This is the LeBron mentality. Like, feel the team out in game one. Don't show everything. Just, like, absorb what they are. And then yeah, I cover Phil Jackson and I cover Steve Kerr. And I t- they both believe in winning bleep in game one. Like, that just you win game one. And then you ha- – look, what won the Memphis series? 
them winning game one. That was like, a road yeah, game. Yeah, it's yeah. a little easier for kid to, you know, if, if this game was in Dallas tonight, maybe yeah, there's a little, yeah. I just believe, I just really think game one's important, uh, at least to play, play well. And that didn't really happen. And like they've got to, if their thing is to play hard, why wouldn't you which, play hard in game which, one? I mean, but also they lost game one to Utah. They lost game one and two to Phoenix. So, I mean, there's different ways to, yeah, yeah, to succeed in this it's league. Possible. I'm just saying, it's just play hard. Like, you know, strategy they got like blown it. out yeah. by Phoenix the first two games. Yeah. I just, I, I just, if, if it's to play hard, I would play hard in game one and then see what happens in game I two. Think the difference is this team, right? They haven't seen this team. And, you know, maybe, maybe when you're playing a team like this, right, with, with, championship pedigree with all these offensive weapons with a really good defense you probably don't you know what I'm saying like I I think but probably they needed to feel that to know that right like the way they got played tonight it's like okay (laughs) uh oh hold on yeah for sure and like the reality is 48 hours from now we can be sitting in these same seats and like Dallas can have flipped this series on its head and I'll say it if it happens I'll say it I thought this was the game to steal though I thought I I didn't I thought they were going to be tired and they were Clay mentioned a post game like they're you know the Warriors look fresh too right that looked like a team five days off you could be stale yeah you could be stale too it's not like they got more time off Sometimes that team just comes red hot off yeah, in a yeah, long yeah. series, That's and boom, I mean. they rolls right into it. Um, and you know what? And what if Steph goes for fifty in game two? And you all this great laying back, and then all of a sudden he goes for fifty, and you're down two nothing. Yeah. yeah. So that's the part I don't. I don't. If that's what happened, I'm not saying it. Maybe he told them to play hard. Maybe he told them to get in their face, and they I, just didn't. I just think they were going with pack to paint. I do think that was a big deal. You could see when Steph is driving, they were ready. You know, they had a couple turnovers that way. I do think there was that was kind of their mindset because they they probably watched the Memphis series and saw it was a layup line when without the shot blocker. So I think they know who's back there for them. <laughs> they know what they don't have in there. Yeah, I'd be interested. To see, I'd be interested to see their adjustment because it's not like they have other players, right? It's not like it's like okay, well you could try this guy, right? Like that's that that's gonna be a tough call. And you know the Warriors still have options against Luca they haven't used. Eh, not really. No, they do. Jonathan Gaminga. They do. If you just decide Luca's going to get 40 and it's all good, then you can just throw bodies at him. Clay, Clay guard him for a little bit. Uh, you can just throw bodies I just, at him. He shouldn't be trying to take Clay in the post. <laughs> Liz, that's like the one thing Clay at this age, yeah, uh, yeah. like his form. Clay. You cannot bounce Clay. Like, he stays. He's just big. But you move the feet, it's a little different. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. Yeah, all right. Uh, we'll talk to you after game two. Uh, I'm calling a close, 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 close possible Mavericks win. We'll smile with that. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.